everyone. This is How to Japan. And tonight we are talking about hot springs. Or how do you how do you say hot springs in Japanese? Onsen. Onsen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh for the casual listener, onsens in Japan, they uh they cover facility uh, bathing facilities and traditional inns. They all pretty much feature a uh, well, they're situated around a hot spring. Uh, this is a volcanically active country. So Japan has thousands of onsens uh, scattered throughout its major islands. Uh, that's just a brief primer into what we're going to be discussing on this episode. What do you think about onsens? Well, sometimes when I think about these different topics that we have, I like to discuss it with my wife and ask her, very basic questions like, do you think onsens are important in Japanese culture? So when I asked her this, oh, are you interested? Do you want to hear me? You want to hear me talk? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just, I don't know why I said that. Why? I don't know why I said that. Anyway. Uh, I didn't look engaged. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel <laughs> I like, engaged enough? oh, not another story about your <laughs> wife. <laughs> no. You and no, your precious you, wife. When you, confer, when you confer with your wife on these important topics. I'd love to hear her view on it. Okay. So. Please. I, I asked her. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you really think that I, I couldn't give a fuck about what your wife had to say? I don't know. Sometimes I get self-conscious. I don't know. Like, oh, come on now. Okay. So, Please. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd probably value her opinion over yeah, yours. Right. In, in, matters exactly. of a, in matters of Japanese uh, <laughs> culture. I'm trying to add some uniqueness to it, you know, So because we're... We're, you know, foreigners talking about something that's not our own thing. So uh, sometimes when you read a guidebook, it's just like, this thing is very important and sacred to the Japanese. And when you talk to an average Japanese person, they're like, I can't even explain what you're talking about. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the same for everywhere, any country you go to. You know, There's probably things in New Zealand that are said in a guidebook that you're like, no one gives a fuck. But... Right. Um, yeah. So I, I asked her this question. Do you think onsen is important part of Japanese culture? And she frustratingly responded, fr frustration on my side, because I was looking for a specific answer. Uh, she said that it's not. How are you still married if you're <laughs> looking for a specific answer from your wife? I started applying the, the Socratic the Socratic method with, with, with these questions like... <laughs> trying to corner corner her with various questions to get the desired response. She, she answers. She answers your question. You're like, eh, wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> because I I know that it is it is important, but she didn't say it was important. She's like, it's not important. But then I started to th think about the meaning of the word important. Like, it's like not. A life th it's not of life threatening importance <laughs> you know what i mean so well yeah 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 defining the word and also to whom yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to you because you're going to be doing an episode on it in a podcast <laughs> she couldn't give a fuck <laughs> so so i say okay it's not she says it's not important but it's it's not that it's not important it's just normal it's what she used the term futsu which means normal or average it's just something that's there so then i said well okay 
well, if it's not there, would it be a problem? And she said, no, not in daily life. It wouldn't be a problem in daily life. Okay, so, all right, so if you go on vacation, if you didn't have an onsen at your vacation spot, would that be a problem? And then she responded with some of the way I, 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 was, I was hoping she would, which was, yeah, definitely. I mean, if there wasn't an onsen in the place that I was staying, it would kind of suck because that's that's something that Japanese people really like to do is relax in the onsen. So it's it's kind of a, a leisure based world. But this brings me to another thing that that I think onsen falls underneath the umbrella of something else very much more important part of the culture. So then w w I was following the conversation here and I asked, OK, well, wait a second. OK, so how about bathing the bath? If the bath, and not the sense of like washing your body with soap bath, but the soaking bath, if that wasn't part of your daily life, would that be a problem? And she, she responded the way I was hoping, which was, yeah, oh my God, yes. That, that is definitely something that's really important to me and everyone else. It's that the, the time-honored tradition of the end of the day, you finish work, you eat dinner, and then before you go to bed, you take a soak and that raises your blood temperature, your gets your blood circulating and all this kind of stuff. So bigger than the onsen, well, I feel like onsen falls underneath the, the, uh, the, the, the umbrella of the bath as being central to Japanese life on a daily basis. Right. Mm. But did you have... So you said that, you said that to her and... Yeah, well, that's what she said back to me as we were talking. Well, I, oh, I kind of oh, I, it's I kind of like a summary of what we talked about because I don't remember the back and forth too much. Right, you you were just trying to guide her along a path. Yeah. that reached a <laughs> point where conclusion. you could agree with her, <laughs> <laughs> taking her by the hand and say, "This is what you want to say." Okay, are you with me so far? Good. All right. So now that you said what you want to say, but, but, but remember, you've got free will, right? Or apparent free will in this, but but I'm the chief architect of I'm this whole discussion. Of this conversation. <laughs> Controlling everything. And you said exactly what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say, and that's why we're married. I love you, honey. Give her a kiss on the cheek, and now you're ready to do a podcast. <laughs> But, you know, sometimes you, you, you do, you know, you have conversations with people and they, and it's not always. I think it's called confirmation bias. Confirmation <laughs> bias. Yeah, it is confirmation <laughs> bias. But sometimes, you, you know, you're, but I did, I did stick with it. And I did, I'm, I said, I said what she said to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm being honest about how I went about my conversation, <laughs> <laughs> which is where, well, you know, you read most newspaper articles where people are being interviewed and I'm sure they've been butchered to death and whatever. Okay. That's another line of thought. So, uh, that, you know, yeah. But, uh, oh, I was about to say, let's just go back to that conversation. She said futsu. Yeah, futsu. And I don't know about you, but I get annoyed every time a Japanese person. I'm not saying anything bad against your wife. Yeah. I'm just saying in general terms, when someone answers futsu, mm -hmm. I think you haven't properly thought about this. <laughs> you haven't given this a much a much attention at all. If you say futsu, it means you don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's what I think when I hear a Japanese say futsu. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this uh, uh, like throwaway... 
expression, this line which will remove me. It will extricate <laughs> me from this discussion with you. I don't care, honestly. <laughs> Just get the fuck away from me and so I can go about my daily business. Well, I think also it, for an English speaker, it kind of sounds like foot. And then it sounds like you're just saying, put my foot in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, is this will shut you up? (laughs) They say, yeah, you you said it's uh, like normal, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I think it's more closely, isn't it? Don't you think so? Don't you think it's Uh, more closely tied to, yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, in certain contexts, but when my wife was saying it, she wasn't saying it in, in that, in that way. She was just saying it's it's just part of normal life, uh, but I, I, I see. Yeah. Okay, but I, yeah. I can definitely get that with certain people who, if they if they ask if you ask them what they thought about something, like if they said, uh, "Do you want to go out or not?" and they say, "Well, they they would never respond futsu. That's not something." But what did you think of the movie futsu? It's just like, okay. It was normal. I'm glad I had this conversation <laughs> with you. I'm glad I asked for your opinion. <laughs> Would you ever respond that way? It's normal. It's just yeah. I, but I, yeah, I it's a movie. Yeah. I watched it on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> there were people talking. There were images. <laughs> it wasn't a book. <laughs> there was a story and a plot, and uh, that's what I think about it. <laughs> but I guess it could also mean it was average. But like, I, I don't know. The, the sometimes there, the, there was a term that was brought up, and I, I can't quite remember it. And forgive me because I'm bringing this up, and I can't quite explain it clearly. Which is about five or ten years ago, uh, young people started young people. They started using this phrase "futsu," "futsu ni oishi." So it's average delicious <laughs> it's like yeah yeah it's kind of like a weird phrase to use because oishi denotes something that tastes good and futsu <laughs> denotes something is average so when you put the two words together what the hell are you talking about <laughs> but uh you know i think that's how language kind of evolves I think there's a lot of shit like that in Japanese or, you know, even with um, the word yabai. Yabai has, mm. you know, has all kinds of meanings now. It's like dangerous. Dangerous. But now it also means awesome, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's something. But um, what what about. OK, I'm going to bring it back uh, to the onsen. Uh, what about you? You've lived with various Japanese people. You You had a homestay a long time ago. Right. And so with your with your homestay family, would you say that, you know, every day they not only took a shower, but took a soak in the bath? Yeah. But it's also the fact that many of these Japanese households have those have a bath and you have a shower and then you bathe, you you bathe, you you know, you sit in the bath. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, That's what I've what I noticed. You can shower. You can take off all the grime in the shower but then you just sit in clean water yeah and that's what i that's yeah. what i've noticed well that's uh, it's a good well actually people share you know share the water as well right right they share they share the bath water which, which i thought was disgusting yeah. until i realized oh no they're actually taking off the dirt before they get in mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of that that kind of 
shared existence. And that point that you bring out within the shower room in a Japanese bath, there is a shower head where you stand and you can walk directly right. in where you don't have to step into anything. And then there is to mm. the side. A and there bath. are little plastic seats. Yeah. There are little plastic seats you can sit on. Right. So there's the plastic. So you can reach under your ass. Yeah, you can. And there's a little hole in the bottom just in case you have hemorrhoids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's like James Bond where he's getting tortured. <laughs> he's around Casino Royale. Yeah. He's got, you know, he gets his balls because he takes out the bottom of the seat and just starts hitting his balls. No, stop it. No. I don't know why I thought about that. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler yeah. alert for uh, Casino Royale <laughs> if you haven't seen it. You get uh, James Bond gets tortured from a seat that has a hole in it. <laughs> Oh my God, that's, yes. So that's uh, similar, but not similar uh, to the Japanese shower room. Yeah, slightly different. (laughs) Mm. But, and, you know, the thing is, it's not just hot water, but there's, so built into the shower room is this culture of showering, cleaning yourself off, and soaking. And some people add like little packets of Epsom salts and minerals or whatever, or some, some families will just leave it hot. And, Right. And, you know, the thing about it is, it's like one of the interesting things my wife constantly wanted in the places that we've lived in is something called an oidaki, which is basically means to reheat, reheat the water with extra water. Mm. That's a very Mm -hmm. clunky (laughs) translation. But uh, basically, because you, you might fill the bath up earlier in the day and someone will take a shower and then mom will come in and then maybe dad will come in at nine at, or nine or ten at night depending on how his, how shitty his job is and then he wants to sit in the bath too but it's been an hour or two since the bath's been made so you can press a button uh, above the bath and it'll add hot water to the to the bath and make it warm again so there's even that built into yeah. the system so there's a lot of convenience yeah. involved in it yeah that i think uh makes the point that you were trying to make to your wife yeah. that it's cultural <laughs> it's built into people's homes but not necessarily the onsen right the onsen is like the hot spring no yeah. no i mean just like hot like uh, bathing right right the bathing, bathing uh, aspect of it and also uh, i actually yeah. um, took it from a vantage point of i'm sorry were you i, I was going to say something that was kind of tangential about the kind of the spirit of japanese and using using that water you would say oh if you're filling up your bath with water just to sit in it that's a waste isn't it but maybe you've noticed that this at your homestead i don't know if your homestay mom did this but my wife and i we we will use the bath water to clean our clothes so we'll get a bucket Is that right? yeah we'll get a bucket it's called wow. no, no you leftover water and so the next day you take the water you get a bucket and you fill the bucket up, and then you pour it into the washing machine, and you pour it into the laundry machine, and you fill it up with the mm. water. So there's it's a reusing kind of system. What might many people might have heard this word motainai, which means waste not, you know. So, right. Uh, so that that that's also part of the the whole cycle of the bath shower experience. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I was I was just about to say my um, I wish I could. I'm actually jealous of people who can withstand the high temperatures, which are typical of hot springs in Japan. Oh, right, right. Um, 
too hot. It's just too hot for me. Mm. I never grew up in a kind of bathing culture in New Zealand. It was always just showers. I mean, my grandparents, you know, they would have the occasional bath, but I, uh, yeah, just gravitated towards showers because they're quick and easy. And I, I, I guess maybe I didn't condition my body to mm. uh, adapt to the heat. I, I went with my first girlfriend in Japan. We went to a hot spring during our vacation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a private hot spring uh, because it was just part of this inn that we were staying in. And she loved it. She loved hot springs. And I, I went in for the first time. I could only go up to knee level. Mm-hmm. I could only go up to knee level. That's, and I tried. I took multiple attempts and covering more of my body, but just felt like I was about to burst into flames. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't stand it. Um, so hot springs have never been a big thing for me here. Mm. Uh, I am jealous because I, I've I've also read about the health benefits of saunas. Right. I don't know if you're familiar with the research over the last few years about saunas having a huge impact on people's longevity. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't read uh, them. So and no. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I researched if I wonder if hot springs could confer the same benefits. You know, there's and I couldn't get a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some benefits to, you know, there, there are still benefits inherent in going to hot springs because of the heat, or mm-hmm. heat shock proteins. But um, I don't think they favor as well as being in a sauna. Mm-hmm. But there are still health benefits to, uh, to, to be gained from going there. Now, I think that, you know, there, it's unfortunate that you had, <coughs> you know, the, those, there are those really hot ones. But the, there are different places that have different levels of heat. In, e- in each bath. So you might have the... Well, oh, I've tried them all. Oh, really? And they're all too hot? I mean, I've tried different variations on it. She She's told me about ones that we... Uh, I tried again with one she said that was cool and wasn't even worth it. Mm-hmm. That was too hot for really? me. Really? <laughs> but then there's the ice bath, <laughs> yeah. right? There's the freezing cold one. Well, that, no, that's not what I'm... No, but <laughs> we're talking about heat. Yeah, I, I know, hot, I know. The but ones. there is the, 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 the cold one. Though. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 I could imagine that there were ones with ice and... I mean, that's another, there's another health benefit as well to uh, uh, those uh, ice, uh, cold showers and shocking your body with, with the cold. Different different type of benefits, but there are benefits there too. Mm. Yeah, I think that the, there's the ones that have, it's carbonated. It's weird. It's like tiny little bubbles coming out from the bottom. And it feels like electric pulses because it, it, it's uh, like imagine sitting in a bottle of soda. <laughs> like, it, it's 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 disconcerting at first, but once you get used to it, it's like oh okay. And I guess it has some special properties that. Sorry, I'm doing a podcast on this, and I didn't bother to find out what special properties they are, but. Um, somehow it, it does have health benefits for you and just. Alkaline levels. Did you research this about alkaline levels? Ah, uh, no. No, about no, like radium, which we, when we hear the term mm. radium, we usually think radiation, which is, of course, where it comes from. But a lot of uh, onsens boast of having good radium levels. They'll, they'll call themselves a radium onsen. And a, a big yeah, a big one is called Tamagawa Onsen, and that's up in northern Japan in the prefecture of Akita, Akita Prefecture. And uh, that's famous. And a lot of a lot of these onsens they have the name like Jigoku, Jigoku Dani, and Jigoku means hell. 
because the steam is coming up everywhere and it, it looks like the entranceway to a very dark place but actually it has many healing properties at the same time there's certain pools that you don't want to go in because it's it'll burn your skin off so that's not good but that goes without saying that's the one that should have been cold hell <laughs> do you have the balls to go in there but so they they have these things and they they boast that tamagawa onsen boasts that you know people with you know arthritis and other ailments uh, people with cancer will go there like my my in-laws when my uh, father-in-law had liver cancer he went up there uh, to get fixed up and my my wife's grandfather also had some cancer and he went up there and he was in his 90s and somehow he survived cancer but mm, and mm. so you know people will say you know it's very very uh there's lots of health benefits to it and I guess it has to do with the level of radiation. I'm not an expert on this, but it's a very interesting, culturally interesting thing because we don't normally think of, oh, let's go to a place that has radiation and soak in the water. You know, but that's right. that's somehow part yeah. of it. I know I know that heat shock proteins are uh, uh, what's been in the scientific literature of late. Mm-hmm. Talking about the benefits of saunas, right. and also that extends to hot springs. So it's basically your cells' response to exposure mm-hmm. to stressful conditions. Right. So uh, that's probably why people with cancer or other health problems do go to these onsens. Is is not only yeah maybe radiate uh, the radion the radion radon the, radium um, radium radon the mag- magnesium or other minerals mm. in the water that definitely helps because mm. uh, it seeps into your skin right. doesn't it yeah. so it's all it's all very natural a natural way of your body getting these minerals uh, but just taking a step back it's also the heat shock proteins that have a real that confer most most of the health benefits I I believe. Mm. Um, but it's all a combination as well. It all makes perfect sense to me why Japanese do this. It, it really, it, I think it is a, a longevity hack, mm. yet it's so ingrained in their culture. Right. Even with these hot baths that they, that they have in their own homes and bathe in them, mm. it's a real stress relief. Right. It's just one more tool in your arsenal of... Uh, well, for handling stress. And I think Japanese can attest to being some of the most hardest working people, right. uh, overworked people, mm. most stress uh, <laughs> stress right. uh, individuals on earth. Mm. And uh, I think uh, onsens are very, really critical, mm. critical to their well-being. So I wouldn't say futsu at all. Yeah. If I was going to uh, uh, debate your uh, your wife. Yeah, well, you can But thankfully, you put her back on the right track. Yeah, I put her <laughs> I got her on the rails. She went off the rails and put it back on the rails. I, uh, well, you know, what's interesting is that, you know, I went to New Zealand back in 1998 and I never visited some of the, some of the places I want to because of the story. I always forget that we have hot springs. Yeah, that's what but I, we yeah. do, don't we? Yeah. And I was like, well, Rotorua is near Auckland, right? Rotorua. Uh, it smells like sulfur, yeah. right? Like rotten eggs, like someone's just farting in your face yeah. the whole time. And there's, and there's places that, does Rotorua have places that you can actually bathe? Yes. Yeah. I, I actually went to one with uh, my ex-girlfriend. We went to New Zealand together and I went to Rotorua and I was embarrassed 
Honestly, yeah. I was so embarrassed. We went to one of the most uh, popular ones, uh, Hot Springs in Rotorua, and it was so uh, unkempt. It was like, it wasn't, oh, can I use unkempt to describe? It's usually for people, isn't it? Um, um, it's not the right adjective. <coughs> it was um, just uh, dilapidated. Yeah. It was dirty. It was not to the the standard which I had expected because mm-hmm. I'd been to onsens in, uh, in Tokyo, around the Tokyo region. And... Oh, it really was kind of shameful to take my Japanese girlfriend there, and I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Right. This this is how this is what New Zealanders think about hot springs. Mm. We don't give a fuck. Right. We don't care. It's we don't get the same. Uh, we don't put as much emphasis on the health benefits of it. It's not in our culture. Mm. Yeah, I mean, right, what did you think when you went there? Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, I my my story of going to. Uh, New Zealand is a, a jackass. I was a 22-year-old jackass, and I had forgotten my ticket out of New Zealand. So when I was in Fiji, I had to buy another ticket. And so that kind of, until I got my repayment back on the ticket, my refund on the ticket, that left me in New Zealand for about 10 days of not being able to do anything. So my planned trip to Rotorua was... Uh, cut out so i didn't yeah i didn't actually get to go there um i did go to other really nice places but that's besides the fact but i think that so you would say that in new zealand there is a not as a it's not as revered but there is a certain level of a bathing culture do you think what what about the maori like the maori were they a bathing culture people ah no i don't think so okay it was just um, that they were there. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you've taken me by yeah by surprise here. I'm not, <laughs> um, be, despite being Maori, I do not know. Growing up, you mm-hmm. know, in my tribe, it didn't really wasn't something discussed. Obviously, it depends on where you are as well in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the northern part of New Zealand, which doesn't have access to hot springs. Right. So I guess there is no bathing culture. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's because just there no hot like springs. Rotorua and then like some other spots around. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's not really it's not really that big part. Like in America when you if you go to the west coast, California, there Sedona, there are hot springs. And I, I visited one place called Calistoga. Calistoga, California. And that yeah. has that had a a hotel with a swimming pool that was hot water. It was onsen, a hot spring swimming pool, which was mm. pretty interesting. And it was free for the public up until I was there. And then it, then they started charging the following year. I guess because they didn't like me as a customer. I'll take that personally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so when we think of, I guess, coming back to Japan. We we can think about like the the bathing. Oh, that, that was a, that was a brief uh, uh, ex- expedition to my country, <laughs> which you just passed by. I, I wanted to like you, focus more. You, on you want to talk? You want to talk more about New Zealand? <laughs> no, hey, I'm look, kidding. I'm no, real. I'm kidding. Okay, nah, nah, that's fine. This podcast is not about New Zealand. Yeah. So I'm glad. Now I know how your wife feels. Yeah. Just like redirecting conversation anytime <laughs> you like. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not married to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> As we were saying. All right. <laughs> but okay, so let's get back to Japan. So Go now, on. a long long time ago and uh you know, people didn't all have baths in their houses, right? It wasn't uh although it was a bathing culture, 
there wasn't that luxury because people just didn't have that kind of facility. So what people relied on was something called the cento, which was the neighborhood bath. Uh, have you right. ever been to a neighborhood bath in Tokyo? Uh, I did once. Yeah. Yes. What did you think of it? This is going towards my point of um, nudity. Mm-hmm. Okay. I grew up in a culture, you know, being Christian, and you know, there's there's just certain times where I just don't feel comfortable being naked around other people. Right. And that's one of the rules for many public onsens mm-hmm. and centos. You got to take off everything. Right. And uh, and I did, but at the same time, I'm I'm thinking, well, I mean, in America, is it is it common? You know, when you go to the gym, I guess in the gym, right? Everybody's maybe in the gym, it would be nude. something that's acceptable. I mean, you have to take off your clothes at some point. So, but uh, some people did are you more ever feel com- uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, to a certain degree, I would feel. But I think certain people are much more comfortable than others, and. Uh, so it depends on, you know, the, the vibe of the place, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's like a feeling of just embarrassment. There is, it's just because they're not used to it. Mm -hmm. It's not really cultural. Right. So, you know, sociological, psychological, behavioral, and that's a, you know, that sucks for me Mm -hmm. because I do want to be part of this communal culture, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure the more I, I, I would go. As I've just established, I can't really go into onsens anyway, so I haven't really had a chance to get used to it. But centaurs, yeah, I remember going once, and uh, and the water actually wasn't, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. The one that I found was was fine. I think that, but it wasn't an onsen, right? It wasn't an onsen. That's a that's an important delineation to make. A centaur, even though it's a public bath, is doesn't necessarily mean it's an onsen. It doesn't necessarily mean the water is coming from underground. It could be that it's like a city water. It's just water that right. you can get out of a spigot. Yeah. And but there's certain no radon or any other minerals yeah. or, which were which can confer health benefits. Yeah. Nothing like that. Just yeah. normal water. So yeah. you you have to be aware of that. If you go to the Cento, you're not gonna have some authentic hot spring experience, but you will have the bath culture experience. And especially if you go to like an old neighborhood. I went to one up in Aomori Prefecture, which is um in northern Japan on the island of Honshu. And I went into this small neighborhood place. I didn't know what to expect. I just need to bathe after a long cycling trip. And I went in there. I walk in and there's the register is right at the front of the place. And then as I walk in, there's a big wall divider. And there are two, uh, two dividers for men's section and women's section. And there's a woman who is on like a step, like a high seat. It was that overlooks the men's room and the women's room. And she's the one who handles all if there's, you know, access to towels or whatever the hell and handles money and things like that. And that was talk about that for me was kind of a culture shock. I just accepted it because I need to take a freaking shower and bathe and whatever the hell. But right. it's yeah. like. You walk in and you are literally looking at a woman looking at you completely naked. (laughs) In her birthday suit. (laughs) Yeah. And so that is something that is that is just a normal part of Japanese society. What kind of body did she have? But she was an old lady. I mean, wasn't oh, like, okay. she wasn't oh, right. like she was waving, waving her flaxen <laughs> hair in my face or anything like that. 
hello young man you know it wasn't anything like that uh and i'm sure she's seen enough junk to not at this point to not be bothered <laughs> she hasn't seen your joke though <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be the first look oh, at foreigner. oh foreigner oh look at you yeah, look at you yeah and the thing about like the cento when it's like that it's like just people coming off the street they live right down the street and they they don't come off the street and they're homeless but maybe some homeless go there but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know they come out of the house and they just walk in everybody knows each other kind of feeling that kind of vibe and so I kind of felt out of place. <laughs> so it was kind of like, yeah, I'm in somebody's neighbor. I almost feel like I'm in someone else's bathroom in a way, you know, <laughs> even though mm, it's like, mm. it's for the public. It's for anyone to enter, but it seems like maybe this is just, they don't see many people outside of, let alone like another Japanese from another city, a foreigner who just pops in for a, a little bath. It just seems weird. Right. But there you can you can kind of get the feeling that you're not there for like a regular onsen like a day spa you might have lots of facilities but the sento is just specifically for bathing you go there it's almost like the fast food restaurants of baths you know you just go in you wash your body then you get in you get a soak five ten minutes or whatever how long you want to soak and then you get out put your clothes on you go home it's that kind of thing it's not like you um where there's like these day spas, which I call day spas, which is like the, a proper onsen where you can hop in and just stay in and they have like restrooms, not restrooms like bathrooms, but like places where there's like massage chairs and then there's like a big TV room and then a kid's playroom and a restaurant. Uh, and you have vending machines, which vending usually machine. have milk, yeah. like chocolate milk <laughs> yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Like you're a kid, you're like you're a kid. Uh, you're back in like your adolescent age. You know what? After this hot bath, I want the cho- I want some chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, look at that! Oh, there's a whole vending machine full of milk in glass glass bottles. <laughs> well, it, doesn't it? It kind of makes you feel nostalgic, nostalgic, even though you're not connected to the culture at all. <laughs> like like, yeah, yeah. It's like glass. Bottles. Well, there's something about humanity. It always finds like certain there's certain consistencies. Like we like something sweet, and it's like chocolate milk. I think that can kind of, yeah. I wouldn't say universal. I know there's some cultures maybe that can't have mm-hmm. it. Are right. there other cultures that can't have chocolate milk as a whole? Maybe there are. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I gravitated towards the chocolate milk. Yeah. I love that. It does feel good, and they've got the massage chairs, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got the electronic ma- like massage chairs. After you get out of the bath, you go into, you dry yourself off, you have a chocolate milk, and then you get into like a, <laughs> uh, like a really, you know, like a, a massage chair, and all your stress just melts away. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, you just feel like a new man yeah. once you leave. Even the homeless people, you know, <laughs> it's very cheap. Yeah, yeah. They probably, you know, they, they get money off the street and yeah. they just go in there and just feel clean. They can feel like a million dollars. Yeah, that's actually uh, something I never really thought about until this podcast, that that's one of the benefits of being homeless in Japan. <laughs> you yeah. always have a, pu- there's a public bath to get clean. In right. America, there's not shit. That's why people are shitting on the street, you know? You know, and it's like... Uh, peeing everywhere and everyone smells horrible it's like probably homeless people are some of the cleanest people on earth i don't have any data to back this up and it might be very coarse for me to say <laughs> i mean <laughs> i remember the first uh i think the first couple of years of me living living here you know i, I was drinking a lot mm-hmm. i remember a few uh people from my uh english language school we were out drinking and we drank in a 
convenience store at the sta- inside the uh, in the station. We've got some drinks, and then uh, we come across this Japanese guy who's who spoke some English, and we got talking to him, mm-hmm. and he was really well dressed. And we asked him, oh, you know, he asked us what we were doing, and uh, you know, we all said, oh, we're working at this English conversation school, and he and we asked him what he did, and he said, oh, I'm homeless. And he said, "Cheers." He's got. <laughs> he's drinking. He's drinking um, uh, the sake. You know, the one cup sake. Yeah. Those, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, uh, you know that really strong, cheap shit in yeah. the in those jars. It was like a little jar of like just cheap fucking sake. And I was amazed. I was curious. I said, "What? Why? And how are you drinking here? And why are you so well dressed? And why don't you smell like shit?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many questions. I, yeah, and I. Um, he just basically said he goes from place to place around. Uh, I think this was in Shin- Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were places where he could sleep, but he said, um, you know, he makes some money through. I think it was not busking, but he got money some through some means. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there is something to be said about these. Like homeless are not the same as the homeless in America. Mm. Homeless in America, I think they've also got access to drugs and all sorts of other problems, and also society bending over backwards, like in California, to provide tents and shit. No real treatment, mm-hmm. no real support. Yeah, um, I don't want to get. I don't go down that fucking rabbit hole. Mm. But but Japanese, yeah, Japanese homeless. I I think uh, you could if you if you're clever about it. I think you you, you could pretty much survive with some dignity. Mm. I mean that could be a whole other podcast, I guess. Homeless people. Homeless, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But getting back to on uh, centos. So yeah. you brought up centos. Uh, you you wanted to delineate delineate between the onsens and centos. centos. Yeah, I think it's a really important thing to note. And because uh, as a foreigner, when you come to Japan, you might just think that they're all one thing, and they're not. And um, you might have super centos, like places that are really big and lavish. But those are, and some of them are called like Kenko land, which are healthy land. And so they can be really, really lavish and are similar to a day spa, but they might not have actual onsen water there. But they might have, they might have plate things that have added uh, water, added things to the water to make it kind of nutrient rich or mineral rich. But it's not the same as the authentic onsen. Mm. And so there's there's the sento, and then we have the day spa, the day spa meaning the the uh, hot spring that has large facilities that we've been talking about, massage chairs and all that kind of, even like a huge te- television screen room and all kinds of things to relax. And there's one near my house, a few kilometers away, that is super nice. I mean, I would go there all the time, but. I don't want to meet students there, so it's not really something. I don't want to be naked in an onsen <laughs> and then see one of my students. In front students. of little, little Yuji. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like, like looking at you, yeah. smiling, it's, telling his friends, hey, I saw Sensei's dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that big, right? Uh, or whatever. It's crooked or whatever. So, but um, <laughs> Don't tell me about your dick. I don't I, want to know I, about it. Like it's I, fine. I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm I'm just I'm improvising <laughs> here. It's not crooked. Now that you know that, can we get no, on so the now subject? What am I doing? Oh, let's get like, on the I opened up a can of worms. Yeah, 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 I don't want to so, talk about your dick. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, the in addition to having really nice pools, and they have like these 
really hot pools and then cool pools and then they have uh, these very shallow pools that you can lie down in stone hot stone and the water rushes over the stone and so that's really cool and then uh, they have these really deep pools They're, they go up to your chest like even my chest I'm 183 centimeters and it goes up to my chest so it's really deep and they have different properties in the water and then the the restrooms the the rest areas are it's this giant looks like some hobbit like cubby hole extravaganza there's all these little crevices that you can crawl in and they have like reading lights inside it and after you take a bath you can go into these places and just you know hide in there and do some reading on your own and then kids can crawl all over it and run around on top of it and it's it's a really well designed thing that i've it's one of the most interesting coolest things i've seen i wish i could go there more Mm-hmm. But you got the day spa, but there, you know, so we got the Santo and then the day spa, but the probably the most common one that people experience, especially coming from overseas, is the Japanese style inn, the ryokan. Ryokan. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like where most people experience uh, the hot spring. Right. And they're, I think they're relatively cheap, aren't they? Obviously, depending on them, but I mean, just overall, on average, mm. I don't think they're too expensive. Well, um, I mean, during the mm-hmm. pandemic, uh, coronavirus pandemic, they have, uh, I really feel for them. Uh, I'm sure many have been around for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Many of these like lo- like local ryokans, they've been in the family through multiple generations. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea how well they're faring now. Mm. Uh, I don't think the government's really given enough support. So who knows what ha- what will well, become of them? Even once we have vaccinations or have achieved herd immunity, well, it's uh, I don't I don't know. It's one of the things that it's kind of an offshoot here, which is you, you know oftentimes Iceland is compared to Japan for being a, a you know highly volcanic island, and Iceland relies on its hot springs for geothermal energy, and so. Many people think in Japan, well, if Japan wants to have more energy independence, it needs to tap into its hot spring energy sources. But the tourist industry is hell-bent against it because they're afraid that it'll dry up all the uh, hot springs. But So mm, there's this mm-hmm. debate about it. I'm not really sure who is correct in it. I'm not sure if it really would dry up all the, the hot springs or not. But there's a whole, you know, it's a can of worms that they have to deal yeah. with in order to yeah. actually build the facilities and all that kind of stuff. But it is one direction that Japan could go in in order to achieve more, increase increase its energy independence. Right, um, right. So there's the, the Japanese style in, and then there's the just the what's called the lotemburo, the outdoor hot spring, something in the wild. Mm. Uh, and okay. these, yeah, these are usually free. Have you ever been to just mm. a place that just, uh, have you ever seen like a hot spring outside that's just outside, like in the forest? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild, isn't it? It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, what the hell is this doing? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the hell is this <laughs> doing? 
<laughs> there was one place. I, I know. Yeah. I, I went up to Hokkaido a long time ago and I saw my guidebook. There was this one little Lotemburo outside of some hotel space. And I walked down this forest path and there was two pools. And when I got there, there was some guy. Uh, I think he was on some sort of bike motorcycle tour or something. He was there and I started taking all my clothes in the middle of the forest along a, a trail. It's like, it's completely public. The only thing mm. it's like the only thing making it acceptable to be naked is this hot water. If somehow mm -hmm. aliens from space, like made it no longer like just erased the hot spring and I was standing there naked, people would, you know, send me off to jail but <laughs> I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole. But anyway, like that's how, but that's how uncomfortable it feels because you, there's no gates, there's no fences, there's nothing. Anyone could walk. Mm. And lo and behold, as I got completely naked, uh, from the opposite path, uh, two people started coming into my vision. They got closer and closer and it was a Japanese couple, a man and mm. a woman. And they were both in their 20s. And I was completely naked in front of a woman <laughs> who I did not know. And that is incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I didn't know where to look because then they, I haven't heard this story. they proceeded to undress in front of me. <laughs> wow. So then that comes Nage to, yeah. So that comes to the concept in Japanese called konyoku. Konyoku means mixed bath. These are not mm. very common. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a mixed bag, a <laughs> mixed bag of emotions. It's <laughs> <laughs> a mixed bag. Well, it was this is what they refer emotions. to as an uncomfortable interaction. <laughs> <laughs> and most Japanese would say konyoku is an uncomfortable interaction. Uh, it's not something, it's a holdover from... As long as they got a term for it, well, that's yeah. great. That just shows how deeply seated uh, ba ba bathing culture is in Japan. Yeah. That they have a, their own term for it. Their own term great. for this thing. And like, so then I, I was like, oh my God. And then I watched a, I didn't watch in the corner of my eye. I was like, how do I know? Nah, you're, you're being a voyeur. Yeah, well, you're, 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 no, you were watching out of the corner of your eye. Corner of my eye, like, <laughs> so I could see the side of where she was in that sense. I sure. Did not, yeah. Okay. Do I lose this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to No, be, I trust you. Yeah, yeah. So I did not look at her. I did not look at her full frontal, but I could see that she had really nice mm. hair and really nice Oh my god, I'm creepy now. <laughs> <laughs> the top or bottom? No, just the, the top <laughs> she, part. She, to the side, like the arm, <laughs> the arm, and I could see her face sometimes and she was kind of smiling and they were smiling at each other. Because they and smiling at you, were they both smiling at, at you too? They weren't smiling at me. Oh. so they were just. <laughs> I think I heard them say like, "Oh, it must be strange for him to experience oh. this type of culture." That's like, interesting. Yeah. So uh, I was in one pool. Did you say anything? I didn't say anything. I was too nervous because I didn't want to look at a young, beautiful, naked woman in front of me. Because <laughs> 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 that could. Good lead job, to mate. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Do you mind if I come over? Do you mind if I come <laughs> and join you? Sit next year <laughs> things will happen. <laughs> but ha but how how long ago was this? Uh, this was back in two thousand eight. 
2009. So your Japanese was at a level where you could understand what they were saying. Could, and I, if you wanted to, you could probably have, you could have had a conversation with yeah, them if I you wanted have. to. If I wanted to, but I was too uncomfortable. You know, There's etiquette involved. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, they w- may have been comfortable with me talking or maybe they would have i mean if a woman is uh, a girl in her 20s is comfortable enough to get in dress undress in front of a strange man then that's i mean but she was with her boyfriend so you know that is a different scenario um and people from hokkaido I, when I was up there and I was on a bus, all night bus, and I there was a young guy from Hokkaido next to me, and I asked him, "What are Japanese from Hokkaido like?" And he said, "Ozappa," and Ozappa means wild, like the f- wild and free. It's like the wild and free country. So maybe she was a wild and free Hokkaidan woman, whatever. But you know, I I uh, escaped that escaped. I, uh, you know, bathed in <laughs> that situation. You ran for your life. Yeah, I ran for my life. <laughs> yeah. my clothes <laughs> wrapped around my it. ankles. Uh, you know, you, uh, speaking Did you of stay there for very long uh, after they were there? Yeah. Or did you quickly well, there were two get pools, out of there? Or? And so I, there was, and they were kind of like on a step, tiered in a way. So mm. I was in one pool and I was kind of looking out at the forest opposite of them, like just trying to. Pretending to. Yeah, pretending to, to look not, out the that they're not there. <laughs> and then I uh, got out and put my clothes on. And then I didn't have, and this is speaking of like m- younger days, I don't think I would do this now. But when I got back to the hotel, I didn't really have, or the hotel's parking lot. I had been camping. I'd camped up on the top of the mountain. I came back down on the mountain, and got a soak. But I didn't have any transportation. <laughs> I was going to just hitchhike. And there was like a minivan Jesus. there. And there was mm. a bunch of old people who were like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back over here. This, I'm going to go to this campsite over here. He goes, well, come with us. And I got in this minivan with a bunch of old people, and we ate ramen and uh, talked about hiking and things like that on our way to, to my campsite. Wow. So that was fun. And then this guy, s- strangely enough, this one old guy kept saying, Oh, drink some beer. You like konyoku, don't you? You like konyoku. And he didn't, I didn't tell them that I had this experience. There is like, and this one other, this one woman, she's like, oh, shut up. Don't talk about it. He doesn't like that kind of stuff, do you? I'm like, I don't know what to say anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Now now you know what your wife feels. Yeah, exactly. How how, how she she goes through every interaction. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel? How do you feel about this? (laughs) What do you want me to say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about etiquette. Okay. Etiquette. What's... um, what are th- what are some things that people need to know about going to uh, either a centro or uh, a hot spring? Mm-hmm. I know I know about tattoos. I know yeah. that tattoos, even going to public uh, pools or or gyms, even private gyms, mm-hmm. that uh, many operators uh, ban people with tattoos right. from using their facilities. Yeah, uh, because they wanted to keep out yakuza mm-hmm. members of crime gangs who traditionally have 
full body uh, decorations. Mm-hmm. So even if you've got a butterfly on your ankle <laughs> for some right. reason, they may take a exception to it, or something on your arm. They'll think, well, even though you're a foreigner, and we know that you're not a yakuza, we're still going to kick you out because mm-hmm. tattoos are banned. Uh, but are there any other um, sort of issues that could face f- uh, people uh, upon coming to Japan and they want to go to go and bathe somewhere? Well, just keep in mind that when you the the bath itself is not for washing your body, so right. you have to thoroughly clean your body before you enter the the bath. So <clears throat> there's usually nine times out of 10, there's a a big open space with many shower spigots and seats. And if you're in a nice day spa, they'll have, or an onsen or a a yokan, they'll have shampoo and soap and all that kind of stuff. And even razors, but the razors are the the worst razors ever. So if you want to actually shave, you should bring your own implements, which you can do. So you get naked in the locker room, then you have a small towel that's usually a white towel and you bring that and use that to wash your body off with in the shower area. And then in some places, some places they restrict any kind of foreign object from being placed inside the hot spring itself. So you can't put it like the towel in the water. So that leads to many men. I don't know if this happens in women. Oh, they put that on their heads. Yeah. Put it on their heads. So, um, to, and they fold it up and put it on their heads. And uh, it's mm. not the most comfortable thing, but it's a custom. Yeah. So yeah, they don't look dopey at all. No. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like a very Zen thing. If you can Zen the, the feeling of the towel on your head away, then you can really experience a relaxing atmosphere. So there, mm. there's that type of thing, and getting out of the of the water, you might want to wash off a little bit again. I don't think it's a requirement, but a lot of people do that. So I think that's like a really important thing for foreigners to know is that you don't, and maybe it might be confusing at first. No, you you wash your body, you get all the suds, all the soap off your body as well. You don't want to have any soap residue on your body when you enter the hot spring if you do i think people would be pretty upset about it even though they might not show their anger towards you there could be very high a bunch of highly annoyed people are surrounding you right. if you do that mm. and of course taking off your clothes yeah you got there are no exceptions to that rule yeah there's you have to take off everything they didn't even allow you to go in with uh like jockey like jock you know like a I was, was going to say like a G, like G string or G string. <laughs> well, if it's way up your ass, that. maybe no one can even see it at this point. You wouldn't even know. I was, just, I was thinking, yeah, any kind of item of clothing, uh, swimsuits are no good. You mm. can't wear it. Yeah, you've got to take it all off. There, so be prepared for that. There is one place in Futako Tamagawa in Tokyo. There's an mm. onsen there. And they have, it's a mixed bath. It's konyoku, but everyone wears a suit, a bathing suit. Well, because it's mixed, I guess. Yeah. So, and I I went there. That makes some sense. Yeah, I went there a long, long time ago. But, uh, so, yeah, those are some things. I don't know. Is there anything else that they should, people should be aware of? What are the risks? Um, I'm just checking, I'm just checking like a, 
a wiki page on onsens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how little that's how little I'm, I'm familiar with onsens in Japan. I'm just looking at a Wikipedia page. Uh, but the risks that I can see here are bacteria ah, yeah, found yeah. in onsens with some poor sanitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have, um, I think there's le- 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 Legionella. Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like Legionnaire's disease. Yes. Legionella. I should mention that. There was, uh, can I can I cut you off for a second there? Please. Uh, so last year, there was a chain onsen resort called Edo Resort and Spa. And they had to close down all their all of their uh, branches because one of their um, spots was found to have Legionnaire's disease. And so they had to blot that out. So yeah, that can be, that can be an issue in these places. This doesn't say Legionnaire's. It says Legionella is a genus of pathogenic gram-negative bacteria that includes the species L. Pneumophila mm-hmm. causing legionellosis. Nothing about le- legionnaires. Could be something different. Mm. Are you sure? Are you sure what you're talking about is legionnaires? Yes, it is legionnaires, and okay. maybe legionella okay. doesn't have a connection to it. So we should make it clear okay. that this Edo Onsen did have legionnaires disease, but what you're talking about is something different. Maybe something different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at the risks uh, for this. I think legionnaires is a pretty serious one. Yeah. Um, this one doesn't. I'm looking for the risks of uh, this. Legionnaire's genus, including of pneumonia-type illness called Legionnaire's disease. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it did. Legionnaire's did get its name from the the group of people who would go. They were Legionnaires. So it's kind of weird. It became like a. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> mm. So I, but I th- th- that's something you should be definitely mindful. Yeah. You should be definitely mindful of uh, diseases. Mm. Uh, but how how can you be certain? Mm. How do you choose the onsens? You talked about one that's like a franchise. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. There's Edo onsen, but you know, if I, I would say that you can look online for you know, just go TripAdvisor or whatever. Help people have good things to say about them. You can, mm. um, if you really want to go local, you can go into a bookstore in Japan and find magazines on different onsen resorts, but it'll be in Japanese. So it'll be fucking hard to read through if you don't understand it. Um, but I'm sure there's plenty of online resources that will that will people talking about this. One place I talked about earlier, uh, Tamagawa Onsen in Akita Prefecture. That is, that is famous for onsen. Uh, there's also in Gunma, Gunma Prefecture, there's Kusatsu. Uh, that's hugely famous. Um, if you go into Kyushu, there are Beppu. Beppu Onsen. It's a huge resort town. It's very, very famous. You go there, you I, you probably can't miss. I can't guarantee that you'll have a wonderful experience. I've never been there, but it's known as the, the center of hot springs. Many people consider Beppu as being the best place to go. But if you're in Tokyo and you want to have a good hot spring experience, there's plenty of places like Hakone. Hakone resort areas have hot springs. Um, even what I just mentioned, Kusatsu, is I think a Shinkansen right away from Tokyo. So 
Uh, mm, mm, and, mm. Or if you want to have just the Sento bath experience and you're on a budget, you can stay in a capsule hotel. And a lot of them's ha- a lot of them places have baths that are well, really great facilities that you know you can just enjoy what it's like to actually do that. And maybe it it might be a good place to to pun intended get your feet wet. Uh, wow. Regarding yeah, look at that. Uh, so it made uh, it all worthwhile. Oh no, boy, oh boy! And so th- that you were that, saving that one, weren't you? Yeah, uh, no, actually, it just came up, man. Just notes? popped right in my head. Oh, really? Head. Yeah, I don't believe you. Y- you don't have to believe me. <laughs> Not in my notes. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to bring up this pun at some point. Look the, <laughs> okay. Just keep that. On your on your computer as you're talking to me, right on the top right of your screen, you've got like uh, get your feet wet. I've got to use that somehow. Just wait for the right opportunity. Ah, here we go. If I was that prepared, boy oh boy, what a different podcast this would be. Yeah. <laughs> it may even sound listenable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would be something that like a, a highly produced television show would use right at the top of their uh, show. Hey guys, hey, if you're really interested in Hot Spring, we'll find a place where you get your feet wet. <laughs> Come on with us and get a taste of the local features or whatever the hell they would say. I don't have much else to say. I think yeah. uh, you've been doing a lot of heavy lifting on no. this episode. You've, um, I think you've given people a really good idea of what to expect upon coming to Japan. Mm. Uh, if they really want to experience uh, onsens, if they're able to enjoy the heat, mm-hmm. which I couldn't, mm-hmm. and the nudity, yeah. uh, and also don't have uh, tattoos, uh, I think you'll have a great time. <laughs> I think it means... Uh, Sounds like the most restrictive thing you could have to <laughs> So many parameters involved in this. Thing. I'm speaking for myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually talking to people like me. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to everyone in the audience who are, ex- are similar to me. Mm-hmm. Then I've given you some clear parameters on mm-hmm. which to proceed. Yes. So go forth. Go and forth with your onsen experience. Enjoy, enjoy, mm. enjoy the, the enjoy hot springs. Enjoy what they have to offer, and mm. for the health benefits, if anything. Yes. Even though you've got to do it regularly, so yeah. one time in Japan, that's not going to do any, do any good. When you're a diabetic, morbidly obese person, <laughs> uh, who's got, got, got cancer, or yeah, it's not going to do any good. So, yeah, look elsewhere. Yeah. Find All right. Yourself. Until yep. next time.